Hey guys, welcome to the Anti-Talking Talk Show with Sam and Alexa. And we're so excited that you're here to join us every Tuesday night at 7. Eastern, 7 Eastern. 6 for our, p.m. Central. I don't even know where this broadcasts, but if you're outside of that time zone, just so you know. That's Eastern right. Standard Time. Listen to us on fall break. I don't think we'll be playing on fall break, but listen to us then. You know what? Maybe we will. And that can just be a fun surprise that we save for later. That would be kind of hype to be honest. <laughs> So, you know, since you guys are so curious about the two of us, we're not just voices. You know, we're actual people. That's right. And it brings me to tears <laughs> to just be so emotional. vulnerable to so many people, such a vast audience. <laughs> In Duncan Student In Center. Duncan Student Center of all places. That's right. So my name's Alexa, Welsh fam, born and bred, not really, but... Welsh fam, best fam. And I'm from Los Angeles, currently an anthro major and a junior. Hey, I'm from Samantha, also from Welsh fam. That's how we met. Currently a senior civil engineering major. Whoop, whoop. And I'm literally from a part of Virginia that you just don't know about. So we'll, we'll not, we'll skip the details, you know? Yeah. Who cares anyway? Exactly. <laughs> just know we're near the beach. So that's we're, all that counts. No, but what matters is that we're from Welsh fam. That's right. Welsh that's right. frat. Welsh frat. <laughs> West quad, best quad. Yeah, honestly, I think we do have the best location of any girl dorm. I think so as well, because like, yeah, like no one can change my mind. Well, also because first things first, we're so close to South Dining Hall that it's literally like you can walk out from the B-side door and you're literally right there. Yeah. And then also, if you need a quick trip to like D-Bard or Stinson Remick or like Mendoza, you just go out the A-side door through the little pathway by, by the Morris Inn and then boom, you're where you need to be. Yeah. Only thing I feel like kind of sucks is like the Morrison being there. So on game days, like you're, Bruh. you know, there were these two kids playing like catch outside, like right outside the, the door. Mm-hmm. And so I was there with my like GoPuff groceries, like my almond milk and mm-hmm. what have you. Yeah. And <laughs> these kids are just like playing. I feel like an old person. I'm like, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> but I feel that. Yeah. They were in my way and I felt like. That's not very not very considerate of the youth of today. Where has this generation gone? Honestly, but I feel that because freshman year, I was on the first floor. And so, like, literally, like, on game day, I'd wake up and you see, like, a dad and his son playing catch. And I'm like, oh, shoot, we're actually out here for game day? I am just trying to wake up, sir. It is 930 in the morning. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Morris in. But it's also really good for, like, Ubers and stuff. That's true. Like, you just you just waddle on out there. Mm-hmm. waddle on out in the cold <laughs> that's what i do i waddle i don't we walk and no, we don't if anyone sees me on campus they know exactly. i waddle there's only three modes of t- transportation you scooter you skateboard or you waddle yeah mm-hmm. i'm just a little baby taking its first steps <laughs> i'm just crawling <laughs> yeah, i'd really be crawling out here <laughs> i'm crawling to step in center right I'm now crawling. see you in 20 minutes <laughs> You know, they say, like, I'm not going out with a bang. It's a whimper. No, it's a crawl. <laughs> it's, it's like a some sort of pathetic mode, mode of transportation. <laughs> um, but I'm trying my best out here, you know? And that's Same. what matters. That's right. As long as we're getting to class at this point, you know? <laughs> oh, goodness. Should we, should we do our sponsorship break? Yeah, we're going to take a Nord quick break for VPN. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Leave in the comment section. I don't think we even have a comment section. But what VPN 
is the best. Exactly. Do you ever want to stream Netflix shows internationally? So, for example, Triple R, greatest movie I've ever seen. Ooh. <laughs> best. Well, three hours of action-packed Not adventure. to mention the fact we were listening or watching it in Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the problem. So, it's like, it's, I think, from like a Bollywood production studio. Yeah. And somehow, you know, we were VPN in it as we could, as we should. Check out NordVPN. <laughs> and we were just listening to it in Portuguese. So, we are... Mrs. and Mrs. Worldwide. Pitbull could never. Pitbull truly could never. <laughs> he hasn't been there and done that. <laughs> uh, we love him. We do. We do. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think to start out Film Society with a showing like that is is a cruel and unusual form of punishment. <laughs> I just love it how the guy literally brought it up and then left. Yeah, the guy, the, there was this guy in the front row who who recommended the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he recommended the movie, and he's literally sitting out in the front row with his girlfriend, and like they're like, oh my god, this is like the best movie I've ever seen. It's a cinematic masterpiece. It's crazy. And, yeah, he's like, the action is like so, it's so action-packed, and so Bollywood, and over the top. Um, and I could basically see him rubbing his little hands together like, ha ah, ha ha, like <laughs> these people don't know what they're in for. That's right. <laughs> they um, might not be awake by the end of this movie. <laughs> I was I was a mess afterwards. I was on the verge of tears, and not because the movie was so moving. Just because I, mean, I, I think I was on the verge of tears I, when the movie I, was moving. I had had it. <laughs> it was I, the power of friendship. The power of fr- No, no spoilers, guys. Yeah, that's true. That's true but no the power of friendship is a major motif in the movie. It's the only motif in the movie. It's the only, <laughs> you know, these are good essay ideas for my for my final paper for Film Society. <laughs> I mean, it's such a long movie that you'll be able to a write little, five pages on it. <laughs> I can write five pages on a singular scene. Honestly, true. Just the one where they're doing squats together. <laughs> And that's all I'll say about that. That's it. That's all we got to talk about. And <laughs> speaking of movies, Friday night's um, <laughs> film of the week. Oh, my goodness. Don't worry, darling. Nightmare- what? <laughs> you said darling? Darling. Darling. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry. Right. Don't worry, darling. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know how to give a brief synopsis about it, but all I got to say is that Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde, and Florence Pugh are in it. So if this riles you up, then go ahead and check it out. And Gemma Chan. Oh, that's true. And Chris Pine. Pine. <laughs> Chris Pine. What a what a man. He's, he's what a, a I mean, he goes from playing the love interest for literally Gal Gadot to, like, this thing. What? And... <laughs> Okay, also, like, I'm looking at pictures of Chris Pine, and somehow he looks much, much older in the movie. He does. I think that was on, was that purpose. on purpose. But he's okay. also not young. That's true. But he, like, he yeah. was young in, like, Princess Diaries era. That's true. That's true. I'm looking up Chris Pine's age. He is currently 42. Okay, but he's also not that old. Yeah. So I don't know. I think but, they just okay, did, you know. Real question, though. Do you prefer him as a blonde or a brunette? I feel like that says a lot about your personality. I'm, like, looking him up at both. I think he... Okay, just because Brad Pitt is not on my radar anymore, I'm kind of liking his Brad Pitt blonde. Like, we can just take out Brad Pitt from society and just say, no, it's Chris Pine. Well, because he's blonde when he's Captain Kirk, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, and then, like, the long hair, short hair thing, too. So he's blonde as Captain Kirk, but then he's brunette as, like, the love interest. What I don't even know what his name is in The Princess Diaries, but he's definitely brunette as that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Like, I can't decide. 
I feel like he's good in both. Like, I'm looking at pictures of him right now, and both the short hair brunette and the long blonde kind of works for him. But I feel like also it's kind of dependent on how old he is, you know? Mm, that's true. I And usually blondness is associated with, like, youth, but I feel mm-hmm. like here it ages him. Yeah, it does. So, it does. I don't know about that. We'll have to We'll have to talk to a stylist. <laughs> we'll get a, an audience applause-o-meter. Oh, I think that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, because considering we're in a silent studio right now, that's very true. I think it would work perfectly as a metric of measurement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> or I was thinking we could just get like an eight ball with like different types of applause. So it's like, wow, through the roof, through the roof. It's <laughs> always through the roof. Oh, of course. <laughs> that's the only set it setting we have. That's it. Yeah. Welsh fam, Syr, heaven and heck. Heaven and heck. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's okay. a cliche type of SYR theme? So, How's it going? If you think about it, but like I don't, everything. I don't know what I'm going to wear. Me either. Actually, when I was at work yesterday, there was a girl who was literally looking for an SYR outfit. It was funny because she like had a white dress. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, are you looking for like an outfit for an SYR? And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, my SYR theme is heaven and hell. And I was like, oh, my God. Are you in Welsh fam? And she was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then, you know. That's how I sold the dress to her. Anyways. So. <laughs> you got that commission. Hey, uh, revenue. <laughs> revenue. Dollars plus tips. Stonks to but, the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. the dress had to be like $30, so there better be an extra 10%, a.k.a. three bucks in my paycheck next Saturday. There should. There like, and it also depends. Like, what's your sales technique? Like, what's your sales? Like, you're a salesperson. Sales like, version? sell me this pen. Oh, God. Please <laughs> no. don't do that. So, <laughs> have you ever been in the Duncan Student Center, specifically the student radio, and, you know, you need to write down something important as you do as you're on the radio? Oh, my God. I'm literally in that situation right now. Exactly. I mean, you have paper, right? Because you have your backpack. Well, I I don't have paper. I but... can give you a piece of paper. No, <laughs> Does it come with the pen? Yes. It actually comes. It's a two-for-one deal because we oh have my goodness. buy one, get one, 10% give off. Give me your entire stock. Of oh, of course. We have different types. College-ruled. College-ruled. What's the other type? Oh, my Geometric God. Geometric engineering right? paper. Okay, college-ruled is the only acceptable type of lined paper. Bro, I don't know the difference. Okay, wide-ruled is like if you're a loser. And college-ruled <laughs> is for normal people. Don't <laughs> Like third graders use wide ruled. I don't. Paper. Okay, I, I used wide ruled as a, as a child, mm-hmm. and you know, you remember like in in like fourth grade when you had to meet like a page limit. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was paper. It was lined paper. It wasn't like standard standardized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could just write really big on wide ruled paper, oh, and true. you could fit like three words on a page. And oh, here's my one page essay. Like, <laughs> you know what I actually loved? I had a teacher who would make you write from like red line to red line. So you wouldn't even use up the whole entire piece of paper. At that oh. point, it would actually be like your two-page essay was probably like half a page. Real mm. talk, you know? You know, we should talk about how like the older gen is angry that younger people don't know cursive. But like low-key, that's a blessing. I honestly think. I mean, there's nothing more horrifying than when you have a professor and they start writing in like 18th century cursive on the board. You're like, yeah. bro, this is a differential it's equation. Just, it's middle English. Like, it's just... <laughs> Ye old derivative. <laughs> it's like, okay, Shakespeare. They're like, chill out. This is a math class. Why are we in cursive? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> why is the script? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel... you're like, hey, prof, I like your font over there. But that's the thing. Like, typing is... It's ergonomic. 
It's what? <laughs> like ergonomic? No, like from from like the office episode. Oh, I never watched my, it. Yet. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Please, it's, if you're so, listening, tell me if I should listen to the or watch the office. No, just listen. Just imagine. Mm-hmm. Use your use your big brain. I'm setting myself. I'm and, set the scene. Set the scene. <laughs> I don't suppose. even remember. Oh, I think they're talking about chairs. Mm-hmm. They're talking about like which if they should get new chairs or a I'm new a copier mm-hmm. and like Michael, he's the boss, right? right World's right. best boss, yeah. at, like naturally. And he, he like, <laughs> he like tests out a chair, and he's like, "This chair is great. It's so ergonomic, <laughs> or like ergonomically pleasing, like ergonomically, like Urkel, like okay, from yeah, like Steve Urkel." Yeah, and I knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Oh, good, good job. Thanks. Wow, no problem. So you get that reference, but you don't get the um, the office. You I know, mean, yeah. literally the zeitgeist <laughs> of our generation. <laughs> okay i was gonna say something specifically on oh the steve carell so i've actually watched the steve carell show but it was space force only because okay. my dad loved it space force was pretty good first season was really good i love um who's the, the asian guy. guy in it jimmy o yang oh, jimmy o yang is yeah, amazing i love him yeah. um have you seen silicon valley i remember watching a couple episodes <gasps> of that it's super good i love silicon valley it's so yeah. good mm-hmm. and he's h- hilarious and he plays this character named jin yang mm-hmm. and the way i got introduced to it i literally so i watched jimmy o yang's like amazon comedy special and yeah. then i looked up like who he played in silicon valley because he mentions it right. and I, there was like this compilation of like best jin yang moments like seasons one through six mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god i'm hooked like this Might is amazing well watch it, of course yeah <laughs> i love that um, it's a great show. I binge watched it like the like before fall break last semester, literally last year. <laughs> like just all of it. It was just constantly playing. It was it was really good. I highly recommend. Like having a show you can constantly play in the background. For me, it's Thirty Rock. Hmm. And actually, I saw Tracy Morgan in the airport on my way. What was I think like the end of like spring break or something? It was him and his entire entourage, and he was like blasting music in a boombox, so you could just hear music from like all the way in the security gate. And this dude looked like he was not here. I mean, it's like 530 in the morning anyways. Like, I do not like, you know, don't want to hate. And so I like told my dad, I was like, bro, like Tracy Morgan's like literally here. And then he like called me and was like, oh, yeah, I took a picture of him. Oh, my gosh. What? And he's like, you should get a picture with him. And I'm like, dad, this man has a literal entourage of like 30 random people, like following his every single move, you know, making sure like, hey, let's sit over here. I think he was like going to Atlanta or something. Mm. But for him to be in the middle of nowhere, a.k.a. Norfolk, Virginia, on like a Sunday at five in the morning, I was yeah, like, "Huh, that's strange." Yeah, it was so weird, but fun, fun times. <laughs> Hope he had a nice flight. <laughs> also, like, was he first class? Like, he didn't have a private jet because they were like going to the Delta Gate. You know what I mean? Huh. <laughs> and also, our planes like we're not a major airport, so we don't have like, you know, like the big jumbo jets or anything. So he's gonna be like next to somebody random or like across from somebody. You know. That is a funny thought. You're just sitting next to Tracy Morgan it's in like the economy. We're flying coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you close the, the window, Tracy? It's a little bright. <laughs> Can we put down the arm divider? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can rest your head on my shoulder, Tracy. <laughs> love your work in 30 rounds. Love, love your work. No, I just can't get around the fact that like I hate Alec Baldwin. So, I mean, was this before or after the accident? Mm, probably how he like did his firstborn daughter like so dirty no he just like wasn't there for her oh that sucks and and then when he remarried or i don't know if he was married to the his first baby mama but you know like it was just like tough and so i i watched his roast 
Um, They're pretty good. Yeah, some of them. <laughs> oh, I see. Kimmela and Basinger. Continue. I was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just, I don't know. And like, he, he's been on like SNL. He's done like Trump impressions and they're just not good in my opinion. Not even to like get into politics at all. It's just not a good impression. That's true. I feel like it's like if your uncle was doing a Trump impression. Yeah, and like you know everyone I mean? laughs at uh, laughs at it like at Thanksgiving because you know what else do you do? But exactly, you're, you feel like you're held hostage at Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're and like, the thing is, like, like SNL kept bringing him back for that too. It's like he's not good enough to warrant like bringing him back for that's this. That's true. That's true. Like so. who was the one who did Hillary Clinton? I feel like she did it pretty well. Oh, what's her name? I I oh should really goodness. know. I think I should as well. Hillary Clinton, SNL. It's Kate McKinnon. Yes, Kate McKinnon. Like, she yeah. really, like, made it. You know what I mean? That's true. But I also feel like the, the good days of SNL are behind us. That's true. Well, because everybody left. Well, I, the all the good thing. people. Because that's the thing. SNL originally was supposed to be this, like, gateway into the industry. Mm-hmm. Right? right? And so people would cycle through a lot quicker. Yeah. But now people are just staying. You're right. And it's just, like... And oh, even even Pete Davidson kind of overstayed his welcome. I, I think. think he overstayed his welcome a little too long, to be honest. Right, and like, what's his deal? Honestly, why? Why I does like- he? Why is he like that? Like, which is <laughs> <laughs> his only redemption was? Did you remember that one skit with him and Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> which I think one? that was a good. It was one where oh he was playing him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he yeah. was playing Timothy Chalamet. And then was Timothy Chalamet actually on that one? I feel like he was he on was. that one as well. He yeah, was. Yeah. He was someone I don't remember, but I think he was like, it was like or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. That's why they held him along around for so long. And like, I was and I was obsessed with Timothy Chalamet for like the the good part of my late teens, mm-hmm. and <laughs> <laughs> we all were. <laughs> as if it's so long ago. Like I feel so old now. Same. But for the, for my late teens, I <laughs> <laughs> all the twenty one year. Old, shout out <laughs> <laughs> roll noobs no <laughs> legally legally no but um yeah so like i was obsessed with him and so that's why i i, I had stopped watching snl but when i found out that timothy chalamet was watching hosting mm-hmm. i was like okay i'll give it one more try and i i couldn't even get through the episode like they just like it was so bad mm-hmm. i feel that there was one where he was singing about like a tiny horse Oh, I know what you're talking about. My little tiny, oh, my tiny horse. Yeah, that's the one. one. And it's like, that's not even remotely funny. I don't really know what it was going on about. I don't know either. Like, they got some good screen grabs from it. But, like, with the budget they have, they could get that from anything. The writing team, you know, and I'm speaking like I'm an expert. Yeah, you're a writer in the writer's room. Exactly. (laughs) No, but, like, it's just, mm, it's it's not where it used to be. Well, also, I feel like SNL really has its strengths on playing on kind of whatever's happening, like right that right now, you know, like whatever's popular in the mm-hmm. world. And I feel like in that episode, at least, they really weren't even looking at what was going on in the news. No, it was very insulated. And no, and that's the thing. I feel like ever since 2016, like when things happened, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> everything changed and it, the Fire Nation attacked. The writing, it just, it got extremely political. It really, well, and, and they've always been a little political, right, right. and they did a good job with it, but it just became so, like, bloated with politic talk. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't really feel like this is for me I'm, at this very moment exactly. in time. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, did their ratings get higher, or was it just, like, they were trying to make a political statement and still be funny? Like, they were like, oh, like, maybe we should do something, but in a comedic way, and then it just didn't really turn out that way. I don't know. Because I, I, I'm not even against, like, having a political message and, like, using it and, you know, using mm-hmm. your platform to voice it. But it's just, 
if it's not hitting the marks that it needs to be, it yeah. really dilutes the entire like emphasis. And also the thing that kind of made me a little annoyed is that it was like every single because, you know, they have like the first skit that like kind of brings you in every single week. Their first skit. Oh, like something the cold politi- open. Yeah, like the, they, yeah, the cold open every single week. Their cold open was like a political thing. And I was like, okay. that's so true. Like, and, and that's time, the fine. thing, too. Like, what is the role? What is their role? Like, is it supposed to be like a safe haven from like, do people want to take refuge by watching something like snl and to get away from the politics or do they want to be even more inundated with like messaging personally i would go to a late night talk show like jimmy kimmel for politics but i would go to saturday night live for something yeah okay so i don't like kimmel so much but i really like john oliver i love kimmel really okay (laughs) okay because i'm just a really like just jaded person at this point (laughs) that's all yeah so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't really have like a firm take on it just yet, but okay. no, um, I feel it because I just watch. I'm basically forced to watch eleven o'clock news because my dad needs to be aware of the world at all times, and he's just the thing that comes on afterwards. He stays so. up till eleven. No, <laughs> <laughs> a six year old man stays up until eleven p.m. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, yeah, he used to like not though. Like I'd try to watch ninety day fiance with him, and he'd be out by like halfway through the episode. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm getting old no because like my dad would do the thing where he just wouldn't sit down oh like stands up yeah he like stands with his hands folded and <laughs> and watches he's like no i don't care about dance moms and then would watch the entire episode and with he's us. like in it too he's okay. like uh-uh, why was i should so not? into dance moms like my dad and my sister and i were so into dance moms when we were like young like too young to oh be no watching same, reality though. tv well, we were the same age as the dance moms girls though we're, or we all, still we're are. a little bit older no, we're about, well, like, Nia and then, like, the, which one? Like, the Brooke older is older ones. than us. Is Brooke older than us? She's she's definitely older than okay. us. Okay, but, like, Chloe and, Chloe, like, Nia and I are the main characters. No, okay, yeah, well, then we're, maybe age. you're young. Because I feel like I'm older than them. She's 19. Chloe Luziak is 21 years old. May 26, 2001. She goes to Pepperdine, actually, no my, with my sister. Yeah. Okay, so I guess they had like a like a range, you know what I mean? They did, like, they definitely did. Like but it's so weird that she's like a multimillionaire and she's younger. Well, I don't know how rich they are, but you know, yeah. I would imagine like all those brand deals and everything. Oh, of course, the money, the riches, the fame, all of it. But they also had to endure like a lot for that. <laughs> so that's true. Well, that's the other thing I feel like as well, like because it's a weird place where it's like they're still a child star technically, but there's a lot. I don't, you know, it's like a niche audience, but then a lot of trauma with it too. But then also imagine being able to retire at like 20. That's true. That's true. Like, that's so weird to me. You're like, all right, mom, didn't even need to go to college at this point. We're done. I know. I'm going to go to the Keys and <laughs> get my tan years. on. For the next 40 years. Yeah. For the next 40 years. No, I mean, they're still doing stuff. Like, Chloe Lucasiak has like a channel. I know my sister, when my sister was like deciding to go to Pepperdine, she's like, oh, they did like a little dorm tour at Pepperdine and I want to see that. I'm like, oh. Okay, but she, was she like actually in the dorm or was she like in an apartment? I don't remember. You know, Jason I don't know. She was just talking about Pepperdine. I didn't watch it, obviously, okay. because I'm too busy. Like, are harping. you at Pepperdine? No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just harping at SNL too, too much <laughs> that I don't have time for that. But yeah, no, my Silicon Valley is playing in the background. Just, <laughs> <laughs> and that is what we call in the industry a callback. <laughs> <Ayo>. <laughs> okay, up for our next sponsor. Bitcoin. I that was going to be you, something dance mom related. You know it. You oh. Mr. What is T's it? T's point shoes. <laughs> Caprezio. What's it called? There's like some oh, Italian like dance like company. Capezio? Is that what it Capazio. is? Like point shoe company? 
Capazio. Yeah. <laughs> just keep saying Capazio. <laughs> Elio. <laughs> What's this? Call so me by, call your, me name. by your name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. was that a good mo- movie? Yes or no? Okay. I fell asleep during it. I was clouded by my love for Timothy Chalamet, but now that it's tainted by Army Hammer's legacy. Ooh, yeah. That's pretty gross. Mm. It's also, if so my friend and I were talking about this. We were like, Elio is 17 years old. Yes. And That's what's illegal. his face? Oliver yeah. is 28. And yes, it's a coming of age movie. Yes, it's like exploring your sexuality. And that's all great. And also Italy is beautiful. Oh, yeah. The scenery was gorgeous. Also, this is a child. (laughs) Yeah. So in that respect, it's a little bit uh, predatory. It's extremely predatory. Let's call it how it is. (laughs) Call it by its name. Predator. Literally call it. (laughs) Because isn't it actually after a book, too? I read the book. Uh, the book brought me to tears. Really, and and that's the thing too. Like they mentioned that he's seventeen in the book, but you don't really think about it that way. You kind of think about them as like almost equals. Um, but then it's just so obvious in the casting and in the way they like frame it in the movie that I don't know. It's just ooh, right? But, and I mean, he's almost ten years a senior too. In reality, well, not actually in reality. I think they have, they are too. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, Army Hammer's like thirty six. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of it, part of it is like the the power dynamic within the relationship, and like even even like the relationships that exist, like in relation to the. I'm, I'm being so meta right now, but like, <laughs> but like, like okay, Oliver is like a grad student, right? right, right. He's like working with Elio's dad, mm-hmm. so he's he. So Oliver is like below Elio's dad. So right, in that right. respect, they're both below Elio's dad, but. Then there's also the idea that he's like a foreigner. So that also has a power dynamic. Like he's not familiar with the area. So there's right. that. There's like, and then Oliver's also more confident in his sexuality. That's true. So those are more interesting non age related dynamics that were coming into play in the book. Mm-hmm. But because like visually, it is so extremely obvious that there is like a somewhat major age gap. Yes. It just, it becomes uncomfortable. Do you think it would have been better had Elio been an undergraduate student at the university and they were like, his dad wasn't involved. Are you saying this because I've dated grad students, Sam? No, 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 but I'm saying they're just both in the same research lab. No, okay, so that's that's interesting. Yeah. And and that would make it so that there's like a more academic component instead of just like Italian local and like academic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then also I feel like it would kind of even out the power play to an extent. Even it though, would, you know it really I mean? yeah. would, but there wouldn't. But then that, there's the other thing. Like there's an element of secrecy, and like That's true. The, the the dynamic between Oliver and Elio's dad, like that is something that needs to be independent of Elio. That's true. At least like the way I read it. Mm-hmm. But hmm, I wonder if this conversation is just going to make people that haven't read the book like be like, oh, I'm never going to read this book. It was <laughs> good. good. It made me cry. I mean that's not hard, but like, <laughs> but like it <laughs> it was so. really meaningful and it was truly like beautiful. And there's a lot in the movie that they cut out because it's just kind of like too much to put on the screen. <laughs> I'll just okay. leave it there. Gotcha. But, you know, 
Yeah. So, oh, and then another Timothy Chalamet movie that I think is kind of underrated mm-hmm. and also old, but like Beautiful Boy, going back to Steve Carell, too. I never watched that, actually. It was so sad, especially because it's based off of like a true story. Um, it's about like a this father and his son who becomes a drug addict in his like er, like late adolescence early adulthood Mm -hmm. um and kind of like their relationship and the son's relationship with like addiction the dad's like a writer he writes about it i don't know it was very moving i watched it on the south shoreline on my way to chicago love the south shoreline that's our next sponsor (laughs) (laughs) you're going to chicago (laughs) anyway um no 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 shade to the south shoreline it accomplishes something that is just truly amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's literally how Pete Buttigieg became the freaking dr- secretary. You're of kidding. You're I kidding. It is. Are said, you actually kidding? Please. I, I'm not even kidding. I mean, how else? He's like, yeah, we have a train that goes to Chicago. Beat oh, that. Goodness gracious. Whoever else is in the running. Because he has no other background in transportation. But anyways. Okay, civil. That's what I was like. Let me get off my civil horse <laughs> real quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... No, I was watching it and I was like sobbing on the South Shoreline and it was like a pretty full train and the guy next to me was like scooting away from me actively because he's like, this this girl is crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sobbing on the South Shore. <laughs> no, and I remember man. it so vividly too because it was, it was fall break, like the first day of fall break freshman uh-huh. year and I was Aww. going to Chicago because my family was going to meet me for like the USC game. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was like, was I don't South- remember. It might not have been fall break. It was like... It was like the the weekend of the USC game freshman year. Okay, gotcha. So, That's good, times. good times. And now this season is the first season that we're going to be playing USC in LA. Hey-o. Where I'm from, my home city. There you go. So, we'll Are you see how that goes. It? Huh? Are you going home for it? I well, it's during Thanksgiving. Okay, sweet. That's even better. So, we'll just be there. Yeah, we'll we'll be chilling. Hey. The problem is that everyone in my family is a major usc fan <laughs> so I, you. I think i'll just be a little bit alienated I mean, um, it's okay to wear red that day I don't me think I, yeah, no i mean mm. are you kidding <laughs> i love being special i alienate you from the family a little more alexa <laughs> like all right well you gotta take the bus back to notre dame <laughs> i gotta take the bus <laughs> well they just don't pay for your flight at that point no They're it's like, all right well, booked okay Wait, i got those sky miles you know wait what's it called it's not called sky miles when it's if you're in southwest. southwest it's southwest is rapid rewards rapid rewards i actually i kind of love southwest like i will exclusively fly into midway to use my southwest stuff really i'm a diehard united fan because oh, united, united allows you to change your flight 10 minutes before you leave no i've done it too many times no but southwest i feel like you get the most i actually i kind of want to get the southwest credit card too Oh, like as a travel credit card? Uh, yeah, I. Don't worry, this is gonna become a finance podcast, by the way, ladies. So <laughs> yeah, so like c- like consulting guys, <laughs> Deloitte, <laughs> McKinsey, and, and such, and if, if you will. <laughs> Ernst and Young, <laughs> that's me, Young. <laughs> we just we just combine all the letters E and Y and K and P and M and G and, and W and C and P and W and C and D. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just. Oh. One big, like, conglomeration of letters. At I point. mean, if they absorb one another, you know? I, I think so. Uh, we need to do some trust busting, like William Howard Taft. <gasps> we come up with our own <laughs> consulting company against trust busting. <laughs> against trust busting? I thought we'd be for or, trust I mean, busting. I, well, we are. Okay, we're the trust busters. Do we want a monopoly in the consulting industry? Are they already a monolith, you know? I mean, to an extent. I feel like... 
the consulting as a career is a pretty big monolith. You know what I mean? Like if you, no matter what company you go to, I feel like you're going to be doing the same thing, same place, same region, Chicago, DC, New York, whatever. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. whatever's on your Patagonia is going to be different. But I thought Patagonia, Patagonia was discontinuing those. Are they really? Because they're like, I, we don't like this association anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like this stereotype. We want to be more outdoorsy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually, I really like those outdoorsy brands. Like I'm part of the REI co-op. and it's not even that special but you get like reduced pricing on like previously used goods okay um like i got like a sleeping pad for like my sleeping bag Mm -hmm. like significantly reduced price like gently used like no major damage and i was like oh my gosh this is way cheaper than like the 150 bucks i would have paid for it you know it's not bad yeah we love a sustainable we love a little co-op moment exactly there we go yeah but there are not a lot of reis in this region like well, there are quite a few back home really and i i'm really into like backpacking and such i didn't know that um yeah my high school got me really into like outdoor education trips like we went on a trip every year mm-hmm. um and so like it's like a fun little hobby of mine i haven't done like outings here yet i mean the outing club of notre dame <laughs> put plug a plug <laughs> shameless plug we've never been to a meeting but we're on the mailing list so exactly. that counts for something <laughs> along with a lot of other clubs at notre dame so. yeah the crypto club yep. women in, in investing i think or what is it girls who invest yeah girls who invest there we go okay how do you feel about calling it girls though at this level I like i get it say. for like actual girls who are youths but Oh, like we go to like middle schools and high schools, like girls who run. I feel like that's a pretty oh. big like middle school, elementary school initiative. Because mm-hmm. my like middle school had that. Okay. But if it's more of a college setting, I would say women. Women. Okay, best, so that was a big controversy a couple years ago at my high school. I think it was like my senior year. We had like the men's service league and then the girls' service league. Oh, and awesome. they made a big push to change it to women's service league. So. My thing is like GSL, the abbreviation for Girls Service League, sounds way better than WSL, and that's the only reason I wanted to be GSL instead of WSL. GSL does have a better sound to it, but also and the whistle. But also, like you're also still a girl in high school, you Are know. You sure? But I kind of understand why the men's service yeah, league the didn't want to be called boys. Men. I think it should be called boys. I mean, because you, you think about like boys lacrosse, boys varsity lacrosse. No, we called it men's. Wait, actually, did we? I don't know. Maybe. No, no, I think we might have. Because I think we were women's lacrosse in high school. I don't remember. So it was so men. long ago. I'm so old. Me too. What That's do I know? Too, you no, know? literally. I was at Wawa at home, like, over, like, the summer. Right? What is that? It's like a Does convenience that mean, store. Is that a baby's word for water? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think, a Native American word for goose. It's kind of like a speedway. Or oh. Like a, you so know. it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> basically in 46 states <laughs> no, i'm kidding um, haven't reached california yet <laughs> so basically i was in there and i was wearing like a t-shirt from my high school and so we had to have a name change just because of reasons and i was thinking like oh my god like you know i have on my high school shirt as like and like i'm an alum and i was like holy shoot like i'm about to be a notre dame alum right now like it's oh about to be gosh. four years plus four years you know <gasps> no like, let me pull out that notre dame alum t-shirt we gotta quick. be young we're young forever young I wanna be forever young. <laughs> you know the Jay Z sampled version of that song. There's a Jay Z sample. Oh of that? my goodness, we should play it. Um, 
we'll have a quick break and we'll play it real quick. We'll insert it. We should. We honestly should. Because it's like, um, he just raps to it and it's a good... Actually, I one of my middle school dances... Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to share this. <laughs> one of my middle school don't. dances, we, we that was like the slow song that they played at the middle school dance. <laughs> and... Um, uh, I like asked the first boy I ever asked to like dance in a middle school dance to that song, okay. and he was like, "Ah!" Uh. <laughs> he didn't even say no, so technically it wasn't like a rejection. Reject you, no. It was just like, "Let's go on a walk." I was like, "Okay, walk well, sounds he didn't good." Feel comfortable with dancing to Jay Z in the slow motion. Maybe like he was just putting so much respect on Jay Z's name. Exactly. He's like, "I'm only fist pumping to Jay Z." Yeah, I'm I mean, not- imagine fist pumping to Forever Young. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I'm glad you had a better experience. I remember our slow dance song in like middle school was um what was it Wide Awake by Katy Perry. No, and my mom was a chaperone, and my best friend at the time was like trying to like date her boyfriend or whatever. You know, it's sixth grade, <laughs> and then there goes my mom breaking up the two of them slow dancing. And so, <laughs> needless to say, we were not friends after that moment. No, there was there was a Catholic school. I used to go to Catholic school, but by the time I was in middle school, I had transferred. Mm-hmm. But the Catholic school had, they would carry a spray bottle of holy water. <laughs> and if they saw kids dancing too close, they would holy spray them the and, and be like, leave room for Jesus. They would literally spray them with, I think it was holy water. Okay, they didn't they, they didn't <laughs> prove water. that it was holy water. But still. But like, that gotta... was like the rumor. That was like the urban legend. Wait, was it a priest that was spraying No, them, it like... was it was a math teacher. Oh, then that's really like I think she also taught religion. I love it when, yeah, like in middle school and like Catholic schools, they make you teach multiple things. It's funny like to the me. The gym coach is the English teacher, you know. Yeah, well, that that was very real, you know, mm-hmm. staffing and whatnot. Exactly. Um, like my English teacher was also the cross country coach. Exactly. My guidance counselor was a cross country coach and track coach. That's that so weird. Actually, on the way party. on my flight to school, like from lax to midway this year Mm -hmm. i was on the same plane as one of my college counselors in in high school oh that's kind of did they see you no we talked we were we were so (laughs) i was like getting over covid i was like negative it was fine Mm -hmm. i wasn't doing anything unethical but i was like not feeling great so i'm like sweating in my mask (laughs) at lax like just a mess just a complete mess and i run into this guy and i'm like oh my gosh this is him he read my essays he broke my heart mr like G? senior year yeah <laughs> he broke my heart my first heartbreak his name was mark we oh. d- i didn't call him mark at the time oh you're like hey mark but his name's mark <laughs> and, and i didn't get into harvard mark come on now <laughs> and he's like alexa no you're not <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So we were talking and he was actually headed to like a college counseling conference oh, at U Chicago. Oh. But we were standing in line next to each other for Southwest for like way too long. Mm-hmm. And there was not enough small talk to get us through. Oh it God. was it was awkward. Did he at least ask you about your time at N D? He's like, Yeah, oh, like, where'd you go again? Yeah. Well he remembered. He <laughs> oh, remembered. He's also a USC guy. Like he used to be on the uh ambitions committee for usc oh, so shoot. okay um so he's like, like there, ah, huh? grr and i was like oh this is so playful and fun <laughs> no let's go and beat imagine, you next imagine Sunday. he listens to this he's like oh no darn alexa <laughs> <laughs> quack quack alexa, alexa. <laughs> um no he's a he's a cool guy though that's good at least yeah I feel like I haven't really seen anybody from my high school outside, or at least as soon as I went to college, I haven't. Like, any ha- Has no one come or... here? No, actually. It ended with me. 
Oh like, my goodness! Fun fact: It literally ended with me. They're like, so my it started with me, not like completely uh-oh. started. Okay, but like there flex. was like a there was like a six or seven year gap between the last Notre Dame person mm-hmm. and me. I opened the door. <laughs> I, I mean, no, and I in a weird way. I mean, after my year, which mm-hmm. we had me and one other student that went to, that ended up going to Notre Dame, like after that, like a few people would go. Like there was an, there was another person the right. following year, and then another, and then you know just keep yeah. going from there. So. Okay, yeah, like, a kid's always gotten into Notre Dame, but the last two kids, one went to Duke, and I think the other one went to Georgia Tech, so they were like, nope, sorry. Yeah. You know, I mean, we only have one smart kid at at this point, so. It is what it is. You know how it'd be. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so if there's any uh, high schoolers who want to come to Notre Dame, just drop your SAT, ACT stats in the comments below. (laughs) We'll tell you whether you're getting in or not. No, I'm kidding. There's so much more to that. You're more than a number. You really are more than a number. Oh, and then, like, that's the other thing. I don't know what Notre Dame's policy is on this, but, like, test blinds or, like, not accepting tests anymore. I don't know. Like, my sister, when she was applying to colleges, like, didn't have to submit her scores everywhere. Mm -hmm. Or, like, some of them wouldn't even accept it. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang. I wish kind of, like, that was me. Because my ACT score was, it was okay, but it wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like, I I probably could have done better. mm, I know for, like, grad school, it's not like that. Okay, that's good at least. So, I don't know. Wait, anyway. so your number does determine you? Or your number doesn't? matters a lot more for grad school. Ooh, well, that's that's going to be down the road. But that's so. but that's where I think they're doing a disservice for people that are going into college now. Right. Because they won't have had that like benchmark to practice with a standardized test mm-hmm. if they if they intend on going to grad school. Like that's, that's just true. a disadvantage for them. Well, also, I was thinking about it, and I feel like every single profession has a test at this point. Because for us, we have to take the PE, which is, like, to become a professional engineer. And it's, like, this big eight-hour test that, like, you know, determines whether you can stamp a building or not. But, stamp a building. Well, you know, like, the plan set. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. let's build no, I, For some reason, I just, I'm thinking literally, like, put, t- taking an ink stamp oh, heck, yeah. and, like, stamping a building. I should do that when I become a PE. Like, quite literally, I'm like, I have my stamp. And they're like, no, no, Samantha, No. Most of the thing, oh yeah, so PE stands for professional engineer. Okay. And so it's like, you know, like not amateur. Yeah, not amateur, not okay. rookie. No like, rookie. You know how you have a CPA, like a certified public accountant? There you yeah. go. So it's just us for the engineers <laughs> <laughs> to make sure nobody dies. And if yeah. someone does, we're responsible. <laughs> we get our license. Like, kind of like, I guess, doctors. Don't they have like a license that they have to yeah. do? Oh, yeah. Oh, they have like a f- state thing. Yeah, ours is like the state thing too. So you can get licensed in like multiple states if you really want to. Wow. I'm going to go get licensed in Oklahoma. I would no like reason. to license myself as a boat and just be in the <laughs> ocean. Hey, yo. I would like to get a commercial driving license. Let's go haul four wheelers all dump day. Truck? Oh, hey, yo. Oop. Mm, yep. oopsie. Oops. I mean, you can say that. <laughs> you know. <It's> clean. <laughs> For literal dump trucks. Yeah, that's literally what we're talking about exactly. right now. We're just hauling. It's Texas. literally about dump trucks. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Oh, speaking of British. <laughs> yes. Harry Styles? No, I'm kidding. We oh, no, I was him. thinking more like all the drama in the royal family right now. Oh, true. That's a lot of drama right now. So has been, has Charles been... Charles. Coronated? Is that the word? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A long time ago. Oh, really? Oh, well, not like a long time, but you know, like a couple, couple weeks. A couple yeah. weeks? Oh, dang. Oh, no. When did it happen? Like last week? Two weeks ago? Um, probably like last week. I want to say I, I know I it was two weeks ago for sure. Okay, but well, I just saw they had her. Well, I think he was coordinated like very shortly after. Um, but I do know that like something came out about like um Archie and Lilibet not getting like 
official like hrh titles oh like charles refused to grant them like his or her royal highness titles but they can still be prince and princess really yeah well because there's beef i think there's beef i I think like queen elizabeth like was really trying to like keep keep them together and keep like the harry Meghan stuff like from going too overboard right right but Charles is not having any of it. <laughs> the queen specializes in PR at this point, you know? No, she was amazing. She and, really is. And I just, like, and there's also, like, so much stuff, especially on, like, my For You page and on, like, YouTube and stuff about, like, let's not forget Charles cheated on Diana. Exactly. You know? Main thing. Main thing. See, we Queen kind of kept all that down, too. She's like, not in my house. We're, we're not going to yeah. talk about that. And this, the attention, like, that's what Charles is mostly known for. Mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> Nothing else. Well, no, but I mean, I hate to say it, but that's kind of at least, like, public impression of him. That's you know, true. because people very much sided with Princess Di. Oh, everybody did. Yeah. Because she was so lovable. Exactly. Like, like the people's princess. Like, mm-hmm. that legacy lives long after her passing right you know right. so it's interesting now not that it particularly has anything to do with us oh but. it does no <laughs> kidding <laughs> bet for the win i mean it's interesting too because like my sister applied to a college in montecito which is where oprah and harry and megan live oh i love that and it's just like huh they're right there this huh? is weird that's kind of crazy it's like who are you <laughs> running into oprah at the whole foods or something you know that the oh, air you wand. buy organic plums too oh my goodness that's my favorite <laughs> i love own did you sign my plum <laughs> you sign my plum <laughs> what else are you gonna sign like my forehead I my receipt oh yeah receipt's a pretty good one <laughs> this is the whole foods where i met oprah just hanging on your wall oh goodness gracious oh, i don't think favorite. that woman grocery shops for herself i don't think so either i think she has oh my gosh the other person that's ridiculous is martha stewart Oh, Martha. Like, I was watching, like, her gardening thing. Like, something about her garden. And it's, like, it's massive. And there's no way she actually tends to those plants and those chickens on her own. You know? Mm -hmm. No, but Martha Stewart is, is, like, oh, my goodness. Like, so much of it is, like, I would love to fold napkins and, like... Did you see Martha Stewart's entire, like... It wasn't, like, an estate sale, but it was, like, her back order sale. Like, everything she had, she, like, had a big surplus and sold it. Bro, only, people were running to the Martha Stewart if, sale. If only I could like prepare a nice galette as a as a type A like rich white woman, and you know, like, <laughs> that would be the life. Same. Oh, okay. oh, so the Jason Dudekis Olivia Wilde story. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Did you say Dudekis? Sudekis. Sudekis. Su su what? Jason Sudekis. I'm gonna say Sudekis. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, he's from Fairfax. Where's that? In, it's near DC. Oh, cool. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he's a Virginian. Virgin. Like a Virginian. <laughs> well, also, I really don't understand the very first <laughs> how the tagline of Virginia is Virginia's for lovers. Like, you are the You're state. You're from with, there. Yeah, but the state has virgin in the name. I don't know. Can you be a lover and a virgin at the same time? You gotta ask. Think God about that. it. I mean, you can. Well, I mean, what are we a lover? Are we like a lover of something or are we like lovers? Okay, but like it could just be like fanatics, that like definition of lover, you know, like a lover of of the arts. Virginia is for lovers. I'm looking it up because they never I don't really. Think it, I think it's just industry. It, yeah, it's just, it's the just tourism to and travel boost. Slogan. Yeah, exactly. Jordan Sparks <laughs> released a song called Virginia's for Lovers. Is she from there? I don't think so. Bruh. <laughs> no, she's from Arizona. Arizona Phoenix. is for wannabes. 
<laughs> Arizona's for haters. It's for haters. It's Ayo. where Hater Nation is. That's right. <laughs> okay, I swear to God. So th- that whole thing. So going back, circling back to Don't Worry, Darling. Mm-hmm. Great film. A lot of drama surrounding it. I think it was probably one of my top three movies of all time. Okay, and so a, a lot bro. of critics would disagree with you. Like, if you look at the Rotten Tomatoes stuff. Yeah, I saw the Rotten Tomatoes, and they're messed up. Anyways. Okay. No, yeah, kidding. you should become, like, a certified tomatoer. I think And, so. like, yeah. I really should, to be honest. Well, you know enough. You've taken Film Society enough times. <laughs> like four times at this point? <laughs> yeah, you're basically a professional. I'm a professor. It's, like, how I kind of want to be, like, a food critic. I feel that. Because I, I think that. I, like, I have the nose for it. I'm Maybe not to be, like, a sommelier, but I definitely have, like, the nose and, like, I've tried enough. Like, I'm not a picky eater. I think I actually could be a food critic. Maybe in, like, an alternate life. Like, in one of my former incarnations. Okay. You know? Like, in everything, everywhere, every... What? All at once. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get in through In an it. alternate everything reality. The one some. where I'm not a rock with my mom on top of a cliff. <laughs> yeah. That one. Same. Um, <laughs> same. Yeah. My mom really liked that movie. Okay, but yeah, back to Don't Worry, Darling. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, so a bunch of drama surrounding, like, its release because of, like, Florence Pugh and and Olivia Wilde, like, not getting along. And, like, Olivia Wilde being like, I'm a feminist. And then hiring Shia LaBeouf to, like, work directly opposite Florence Uh, Pugh without an intimacy coordinator. That's pretty awkward. No intimacy coordinator either? Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of pretty... The word on the street is that she specifically asked for one. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is like the the rumor, the, like the what they're debating or whatever is like Olivia Wilde says that she fired Shia LaBeouf, but then they're like Shia leaked. Yeah, we're on a first name basis. Shia leaked <laughs> um, a video of her like begging him to come back basically. Yikes. And then Florence also said, I'm getting all this from the Daily Mail, by the way. So okay. I don't, you know, don't trust Trusted me. Don't, source. Literally just like I take as much salt with this as humanly possible <laughs> and then florence was like <laughs> i need to stop calling them by their first names yeah, florence and um, then um jason yeah, and then, <laughs> she was like, yeah she was like she was getting upset at olivia because she thought it was unprofessional that olivia would just like disappear off set with harry because they're dating right right and then olivia was like you know you guys wouldn't be criticizing a male director for like that's very unprofessional or whatever he wants to do yeah but it's like maybe not publicly maybe it wouldn't be a news story but it's not wrong to get mad at that lack of professionalism if it is true it's not wrong to get mad but i also feel like it would kind of take away from the movie especially if it hasn't premiered yet there's also an interesting point to be made and i think it kind of relates do you know like the theranos story and like all that stuff oh with like elizabeth holmes yeah yeah like it almost like you you do have a greater responsibility as like a one of the first women in in a position mm-hmm. because people like other women coming after you are going to be judged against the standard the precedent that you set that's true and it's not fair and it's not right because everyone's like an individual and everyone has like a different path but it's kind of like the reality of it so there's just that much more pressure on you know people in like burgeoning fields to that's true you know and then she could be messing it up for everybody else who wants to kind of exactly they're like look what happened with olivia wilde look what happened with olivia uh, like uh, elizabeth holmes yeah exactly and (laughs) women should not be in tech nor film right and that sucks that it genuinely sucks but i think if you can if you can treat your position as like a person like as a as a pioneer Right, you, you know? shouldn't be thinking about just yourself. You should be thinking about right. everybody who's going to come after you, right. basically. Yeah. I mean, it sucks that you have to do that, but... Yeah. 
being a woman. It's also crazy to think that Florence Pugh is only five years older than us. Is she really? Like, and she is like so mature she's so and she's and so talented. Yeah. Her acting, uh, honestly, I got, I got some like twinges of Midsummer. And I was thinking Don't Midsummer worry, as well. I've never even seen Midsummer. I've oh, you should. It's, it's it. creepy. <laughs> it's really creepy. That's the thing. I really want to get Showtime because it has all the A24 films on it. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but Don't Worry, Darling is not an A24 film. It's not. Someone said it was, and I was like, are you sure? I don't think it is. Um, I don't remember seeing that little A24 lens flare at the beginning. Oh, I didn't see it either. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Like we did with Marcel. Yeah, Marcel. Best show, best movie. <laughs> Marcel the Shell. I love it. I seriously love it so much. It's a cute movie. Um, this shows the differences in our personality. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, don't worry, darling. And she's like, Marcel like, the Shell. I want to linger a little longer. <laughs> a little longer here with you. <laughs> like, it's so cute. But yeah, so... What were we talking about? Oh yeah, so like Olivia Wilde. I'm I'm kind of glad that Harry Styles replaced Shia LaBeouf. I am very glad that lead. Harry Styles replaced Shia yeah. LaBeouf. I would not want Shia LaBeouf in that position, especially just because he's so creepy. Yeah, and a lot of the topics that the film kind of talked about, I feel as if Shia LaBeouf has personal experience with them in a very bad way, and I don't really right. think that he should be in a film with right. Women. But I also think it was petty the way that like everyone was kind of like tense and like fighting in the promo of the movie because it still is like a piece of art and it's like independent like it is very personal to those people that made it but it is independent of them and it exists as an entity as an entity that like transcends their personal like experiences in the making of the movie you know Right, right so it's like the bigger cause that's I mean that's the thing that I kind of look at it too like I look at it kind of as the movie. I'm not really looking at the entire quibbles or all the quibbles that are going on in the behind the scenes area, but yeah. And that's the thing. I think part of why people haven't known how to respond to the movie is because they're getting so caught into like the, drama. the accessory drama. Yeah. Right. Right. And it, it sucks that it takes away from it because it actually is like a pretty good movie in my opinion. And, you know, in our opinion, <laughs> I, honestly, I feel as if if there weren't any of that type of like drama and backlash behind it, I would honestly put it at the same pedestal as the type of like critical acclaim that Get Out got, if that makes sense. Mm. It has that same type of that shock value, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. where it's kind of it makes people who are so used to the status quo kind of think something different. And if you're not in that position, so for example, if you're not in the position of a black person, get out kind of hits something for you where you're like, oh, I never really knew this is how it would be. That's interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, you probably have more insight into this as like a black person and as a woman. So I wonder like if you did like a critical analysis of those two movies, like side by side, like what what that would kind of look like, because some of the beats were like incredibly similar. I think so. A lot of it was incredibly similar, actually. Yeah. And like the, the water motif, you know, like the drowning motif was yeah, very similar true. to like Get Out's like sunken place. Right, right. The sunken place and everything. Yeah, it kind of was. I would say it definitely foreshadowed it. And I, the really the thing that I kind of like about both of those movies is just that as a person of color and as a woman, it kind of helped me helps me relate my experience to someone who may not be in my position or just the same person as I am mm-hmm. without kind of having that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, watch the movie. This is how I feel sometimes. Mm. Bye bye. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, in that way, you know, there was a lot of talk about like, I know we were talking about how we don't really like superhero movies that much, but right. like, like something like Black Panther accomplishes 
not like less, but just like a different level of dialogue, even though it might be like more widely accepted. You That's know? true, too. Actually, I've never seen Black Panther. Fun fact. I have. I, Is it good? Well, like I've I said, I just don't like it. Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big superhero fan either. Yeah. That's kind of why I never watch Black Panther, just because I'm not a big superhero movie. I don't know. It just it wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marvel. I don't know. Yeah, not a big um yeah so our merch comes out <laughs> tuesday dropping at 5 p.m dropping at 5 p.m passcode it's sam and alexa dot uk edu no i don't know i think merch would be a fun idea i think it would as well we made a sample merch just for the two of us it, it was definitely for funsies but um you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, hopefully in the future we can uh, drop some merch. Get a I hope we don't going. get like sued by anti-social social club, though. I don't think so. I feel We're like too small. Shein has copied it so many times. Wait, have they actually? <laughs> I haven't been <laughs> They're on probably Shein. like anti-people people club. Oh no, that's you know mean. what I mean. Something. Oh no, I have seen anti-social social butterfly though. That's kind of cute to an extent. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So guys. Thank you for listening in. Thank you so much. It has been quite a journey yep. with you. And, you know, last week we played some music. This week, said some words. Next week, <laughs> music and words, potentially. We, you know, we it'll be, it'll be, <laughs> we, we're not in our final form yet. Not yet. Not we're, yet. we're still evolving. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So thanks for joining us along the ride for the anti-talking talk show. Woo! episode two is done episode two have a good rest of your tuesday night all right see you guys